Should pale death with treble dread make the Olsian caves our bed, God who hears the surges roll deign to save the suppliant soul. Raven about sirens, merfolk, bad omens, and the like. In the end, work no more sense left in him than an end's tooth. He believed that there was some enchantment in the light. That's what I mean! What? That's the trouble with you. That's the trouble with you. With you! With you! No! No! Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another sweet... Oh, you know what? I can't. Sweet, sweet. I, I can't. I can't. I can't do this, folks. I always like to, you know, like sweet, sweet podcast and enjoy yourselves and I hope you have a good listen. But that's about, you know, what we're about to talk about. And unfortunately, the film we are about to talk about, I can't give you that wonderful intro. <laughs> now, here's the situation we're in here. A couple of podcasts ago... Um, I won't mention names, but he's a co-host and he rhymes with Rever. Um, made a statement, and I quote that the Lighthouse is the greatest film in the past decade. All right, and and I've seen it before he made this comment, and I was shocked and floored. <laughs> it is a train wreck of a film. But here's the funny thing: I'm the minority in this one. And the reason I say that, this film has gotten praise. So I have a lot of competition here because of the fact that it has won awards. It has been considered a masterpiece. It's, I think, a 7.5 on AMEBD, which isn't, you know, masterpiece, but it's pretty solid still. Mm. For a film that's completely fucking utterly disgraceful and ridiculous. So... On that note, welcome everybody to Citizen Frame. <laughs> I was I'm shocked your at your enthusiasm at the start. That's why I was like, sweet, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> who, who was this podcaster you speak of is, uh, that his yeah. name um, rhymes with Rever? He's <laughs> obviously talking uh, about me. Is it Yes, joining me is uh, the usual band of misfits, uh, Nula. Hello. Hey, and Rever. Good to be here. <laughs> um, so yeah, this is the, 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 we're gonna do a couple more of these, I think, down the road where we have we're so split on a film. Yeah, um, definitely. Where the mass audience seems to love this film, and I'm just shocked at how uh, why, and I want to know why. Um, and Nula has yeah. never seen it, so she's gonna keep a tight lip, but she'll she'll chime in, obviously as a host would do, but kind of keep her uh her cards close to her mm-hmm. and uh, referee Nuda's going to be a referee Although, that's which, it which is, you've just seen which it the the once, Nula, yeah i want a whistle and a stripey top <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, what is it what is it uh don't like know, me apollo- lobster nula <laughs> <laughs> apollo creed in a in rocky four yeah ding 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 yes yeah run um but uh you know what um obviously i'm Completely against this film, um, and we'll discuss why. Oh, really? But, <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I could never have guessed. So, but obviously, Trevor is the go-to guy for it. But uh, to start my argument, I want Trevor to plead my case. Yes. And Trevor, 
Please tell our listening audience <laughs> the story of the date. Okay, yeah, it is essentially, can I just say as well? Um, I no, said, no, you can't, it, don't change it. I want the whole story. Don't ruin it for, you know, yes. to benefit this. This is, um, this is. I'm telling you to tell the story because it pleads my case. Okay, right. Essentially, this young man, played by Robert Pattinson, who is named... No, 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 no. You got it wrong, Trevor. <laughs> I Already? I, I almost want to edit this just for this. No, 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 no. Keep no. it I in. Apologize. Yep. I apologize. Oh, we'll keep it in. We'll keep this in. The story of the previous podcast? Yes. No. No. Uh-huh. I need you. <laughs> okay. What I meant was not the story of Lighthouse because there isn't one. But what I meant is I need you to tell your story of when you went to see the Lighthouse with your then date oh, oh sorry that one right oh yes oh, you haven't yes, heard this okay new yes okay so <laughs> right. and i want the whole I, I even want the twist at the end right so everybody <laughs> before we talk the lighthouse trevor who thinks it's the greatest fucking movie in the last decade yeah that, please that, this give film, me the story um essentially affected my love life i'm not going to mention any names because that would get me in trouble but essentially, I was going out with this girl, um, and we'd been out to a few dates, you know, coffees and stuff like that. But we decided, um, why don't we go to the cinema one night? And, um, well, to be honest, um, this female, this woman, is more interested in sort of, you know, mainstream, non-genre, sort of, for want of a better word, sensible films and, you know, romantic comedies, nice little films, that sort of thing. But you know what? Being, being the film snob that I am... There was no way I could have tolerated that shit. Pretty much the same way that um, Kieran can't tolerate the lighthouse. <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah, but I eventually talked her into going to see the lighthouse. And um, after it, this was the last time I saw her. The last time we <laughs> met up. For, now, now, there could have been several reasons for that. And in fact, there was. But I, in the back of my mind, I can't help thinking that the lighthouse and my enthusiasm for the lighthouse... And her lack of enthusiasm, for want of a better word, of the lighthouse had an effect on things. So, essentially, um, Robert Eagers actually owes me a lot. So he does, not just for my love of this film, but also for the fact that I sacrificed, um, you know, my love life for it. And I very much like this um, young woman. So it did, uh, and I was a bit, you know, sad and stuff, but, um, you know. What was that? Well, give the twist. Uh, I, I essentially <laughs> um, chose, the twist coming up, I essentially chose the lighthouse over her, you know, arguably, you know, although it was a lot more, you know, sort of, there was other things going on. But I then um, recently, this was about a year or so ago, but I then recently um, jumped onto YouTube and I was watching reviews of films and stuff, and I watched a review of the lighthouse. And I was looking in the comments section, and this guy had posted that uh, he went out, he brought a girl on a date to see the lighthouse, and she ended up with him straight after. And I was like, fuck, <laughs> there's a pattern developing here. <laughs> you know, yep. what is it with, you know, um, sensible females in the lighthouse? <laughs> you know I mean? So if you want to lose a girlfriend, sit her down and watch the lighthouse. Um, exactly. Yep. Exactly. If you can get any benefit from this piece of shit, <laughs> take a date, you girl you want to dump and, yep. and want, make her watch the lighthouse. And she'll do, all, she'll do all the hard work for you. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> um, 
but thank you for helping me plead my case there. <laughs> um, but I love how I love how you 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 added a little more elements like oh simple women and and huh. oh they like the rom coms. No, 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 like not, not, not simple in that respect, but more at a sort of. Uh, I don't, I don't sensible, I think that was the word. Sensible used. was the word. Yes, more, more oh, okay. sort of sensible. Where I would be a bit sort of um, off the wall, you know, with my tastes. Let's just say, you know, yeah. you know. Uh, as well, a sure Kieran would attest to at times. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, here's the story of the lighthouse. Two lighthouse people. Wikis. <laughs> Two wikis. Like, yes, the wikis. Yes, um, for four weeks they have to uh, maintain and keep the lighthouse up and running. Um, it's on a rotational basis. Um, these two men, it's pretty much about withdrawal, alcoholism, you know, institutionalized, you know, being very, very much like The Shining and what happens when two different personalities clash. Um, that's pretty much the gist of The Lighthouse. Now, The Lighthouse is directed by Robert Eggers, who we were first introduced to a few years back, called The Witch. Now, The Witch... I'm going to give it a minor pass. I actually kind of enjoyed it. I did like Black Phillip. If you haven't seen it, you'll understand who that is. The goat? Uh, as yeah, far yeah. as I'm aware, yeah. Yeah, the, the goat was cool. <laughs> um, we've got, uh, and he had some uh, great introductions, some, a couple young, uh, an actress who I really like is in it. and uh, But again, ruined by a horrible ending. Mm, like hereditary um, then yeah I exactly you. i was about to say that there's See, no director the, 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 i love both films hereditary and of course Witch, you do and of course the you do endings were the icing on the cake for me uh, of course they were oh. um and then we have ari aster who i believe his name is ari aster i believe yes he directed hereditary and then a horrible film called midsummer so what he again bad ending we won't we're not here to discuss those i was disappointed but, with midsummer i must say here's what and I'll just jump into it and say now what Robert Eggers and Ari Aster can do. And I'll say this right now, and Nula would certainly back me up, especially with the hereditary. The one thing we gave them credit for was the actors. He, the, he, oh, freaking fantastic. The yeah. Acting. Gabriel Byrne and Tony Collette. And She's I will even She is fantastic. Yeah, should have been nominated. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but destroyed by a horrible, horrible ending. Um, and this. The reason I bring that one up is because Robert Eggers, I will say right now, the big applause for this film is Willem Dafoe and Robert Patterson. The acting is really spot on. Yeah. Even though I have no idea what the fuck's going on. <laughs> um, Dafoe is kind of Dafoe. But it was nice. This is the reason why we got Robert Patterson as Batman, I believe. Yeah. Um, was his performance in this. And I am impressed with his performance in this because we all know him from Twilight. Well, mm-hmm. so, so it's nice to see him telling everyone fuck off i'm not this teenage heartthrob i can do other things and this movie kind of proved it a little bit yeah, I, yeah. i'm gonna have to be honest as well um i know twilight gets a lot of criticism and stuff but i can't actually comment on either the twilight films or books because i've never actually read or watched any of them mm. but i know he You're does get a man. lot of flack for i i've read a few of the i think i read the first three books and i've seen the first three movies um, and I made myself watch them because they were so popular and read the books because there was so much hype about it. Yeah. But I really didn't like the author, the author's style of writing and mm. the movies were just a bit naff for me. Like if I want vampires, I want fucking... fucking monsters. Lost yeah. Boys. Yeah. Or, or, or yeah, Lost Boys fucking from dusk right, till dawn. Right. Like, come on. Yeah. I, I love that movie. Um, So yeah, kind of was a bit meh. On the vampire side for me, so I wasn't impressed by the movies or the books, to be fair. 
I don't, I don't like romanticized vampires either, and I think that was mm. one of the main things that put me off. Um, when I watch a vampire film, I want Fright Night. Jerry, yes. um, Jerry Dandridge and Fright Night. I want, you know, Kurt Barlow and Salem's Lot. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or Christopher Lee's Dracula. I want a fucking evil, cold-blooded, blood-sucking okay. monster. Yeah, Bram Stoker's Dracula. Well, another. unfortunately, we're not talking about those. Yeah. I know, um, but yes, go on ahead. No, 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 no. You're we digress. Just, I mean, actually, let's keep talking about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. um, so, the film, the one thing the film has, obviously, is shot in black and white. And again, I applaud... Again, I you know for you people the people who like this film there's two kinds of people who like this film and please don't take this disrespectfully Trevor not at all we lose no. half, as we lose half our audience <laughs> there's cinephiles who think they know cinema yeah they don't and then there's the people who are yeah I guess you would have to say Crowburnians Lynchians uh, Kubrickians yeah um, who aren't they're so mesmerized by the way something's shot they're mm. not they're, they're it's, they're they're being they're being uh, misled, and I really believe that. I really think people see, they think they see more than they're really seeing, and this is what this film is. Um, he shoots in black and white. Right there, everyone's going to be going, "Oh my God, he's shooting in black and white. That's so risky." It's the tight shot and all too. You see, the one of the first things of the uh-huh, I know, yeah, big time, and for them going to a lighthouse. Um, for weeks where they're kind of stranded for weeks by themselves, it really sets that claustrophobic feeling. All intentional. I, I, yes, all intentional, absolutely. And it's, I have to give it props for how it looks, how it was shot. Yeah. It, you have yes. to because it is so well done, especially if we're saying about the same with Citizen Kane and, and how well it was filmed. Yes. The same props yes. need to be given to this movie. I won't, that's why I'm telling these People who think they know cinema, sorry, mm. I'm going to say it now, who, or think they think they know what this film is trying to do, is we, and Neil, you could back, just we can appreciate how it was shot, mm. how it was, and the acting. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, I'm telling you right now, the acting is spot on. Kudos to Patterson, because Patterson is more outside the box than Defoe is. Defoe is always a nut job. Yeah. <sighs> uh, love him, but you know, it's Defoe. Yeah. yeah. Um, and shooting in black and white. Okay. Right, well, what That's I would it. have to say at this That's point it. as well... Now I'm going to tear this film to shreds. Right, well, what you have to also <laughs> understand regarding the plot and the story is you have to um, understand the influences there as well, such as, you know, um, Edgar Allan Poe, H.P. Lovecraft, Algernon oh, Blackwood yeah. and, and stuff like that. And like their a gothic stuff horror feeling to obscure, it. Obscure, and, you know, it deals with, you know, demented insanity, you know, and all that sort of thing. So there's a lot of influences in there. There's also, you know, stuff like, you know, um, Greek mythology and stuff. Um, what I love about it and what I do love about films, you know, by the likes of, uh, you know, Eagers and um, David Lynch and stuff, is that they are open to so much interpretation. And that shit blows me away because I then come away, you know, for me, films like that aren't, aren't just a film. They're an experience. And then oh, I come geez. away and they're like a puzzle. It's a they're like no, a puzzle it's... where I will. I, I have to say that um, the lighthouse for me improves on every viewing because it's open to so much interpretation. And I can explain. I mean, obviously, massive spoilers, but I, I I would also like to explain my interpretation of what it's actually about at some point in this podcast. Yeah, we'll do that at the end, so we can just you know move on. <laughs> <laughs> now, listen. I, I mean, that's what I think. You guys are delusional. I don't. I don't get it. I mean, uh, you. You have you got these two. Um, one guy's sober; he doesn't drink. The other guy's an alcoholic. 
I mean, there was even a part when they're almost out of rations. And I think the alcoholism is a red herring. Oh, okay. All right. But anyways, it's such a muddled mush of just these dialogue, which makes no sense. Most of it. You'll hear that you heard it in the intro. <laughs> and you have, um, well, what you technically see is one alcoholic, the other one not, and you know, be, being coerced and becoming a drinker. You have this fascination with the mermaid. The, the, he finds the, the whittled mermaid. The mermaid is symbolism? Yeah, I understand that. I, I, let me, Sorry. is it really symbolism? It, yeah, it, it's a it's a. Is it uh, really symbolism? Yeah, yeah p- p- it's about Pat- Pattinson's um, sexual frustrations. He's a young, horny young man trapped uh, in this um, essentially rock in the middle of nowhere, and it, it's a representation of his sexual frustrations. It, he's you been know, he's been he's been there a couple weeks. He's masturbating in a lighthouse, thinking of a fucking mermaid that he's that's, that's whittled. But that's he's not. But he's not really on the lighthouse. That's not. That it's later, not. Later. It could have been. You no, know, it, it could have been a fucking. A goat masturbating on a turtle, <laughs> what? and you, and Trevor, I'm not kidding. You guys, all you cinephiles, will be going like, "Oh my god, I get it." <laughs> and I'm like, "What the fuck are you getting?" <laughs> uh, well, you know, for, for me, that that's what that represented to me. The fact that he is isolated in the middle of nowhere, or I'll, of course, I'll explain more later. But I don't believe he's in the lighthouse at all. Um, I'll explain more about that later. But essentially, it's about his. I mean, those guys didn't have you know sort of internet porn back then, obviously, uh-huh. or, or dirty magazines. You know, they're there four weeks. They have to be there four weeks. Yeah, but even the scene where the two of them are drunk dancing and it's almost homoerotic. That, that sort of hints. There's at, a lot of that. Yeah, that, that hints at the sexual frustrations as well. But they, they they're there four weeks. But are they? The the I mean I mean there's a scene where um um William Defoe's character says um how long have we been here two days five, five weeks, weeks. And yeah but that's my point that's my point I was about to say that because they had to go get some uh, rations but it was all alcohol they dig it up yeah um because you got to calm down and eating eat, eat all this and stuff like that because we have to and. So now they're there longer? Why are they there longer all of a sudden? It, it, it's um, it basically a window into the insanity. They're not even on a lighthouse. And the two characters are one and the same person. So they are, in, in my interpretation, after watching it uh, multiple times. Essentially, I believe, um, what do you call it? Robin, uh, Robert Pattinson's character, um, as we find out later on, he killed someone um, during his work as a timberman in the forest near Canada. I believe he is still in the forest um, you know, near Canada, and the whole film is actually about guilt, his guilt, and he is he is trapped in some sort of purgatory or hell. It's heavily suggested um, towards the end, especially on multiple viewings, that um, William Defoe's character and Pattinson's are the the same person. So they are. He's punishing Thomas. himself. Yeah. Well, well, that's it. And whenever he at the very end he goes to look into the light, that's him. And Matt, this is all just my interpretation, by the way. Mm. Um, you yeah, know what I mean? I'm not yeah. saying it, it, it's, you know, gospel. But um, yeah. whenever he looks into the light at the end, he's stirring into his own soul for the terrible... He killed a man, and he can't live with himself. So he can't... And he, um, the lighthouse is a representation. It's not even real. It's a representation of his guilt. And um, it, it has this purgatory that he's trapped in that sent him insane. So it is, you know? It's very important that the two characters are both named Thomas as well, you know? Winslow is not his real name, of course. Yeah. You know? He took that of the guy who died. Yes. His boss in the lumberyard. 
yes, that's right. Uh, the guy that he killed, and that he, he is absolutely racked with guilt, and it's driven him insane, or to the at least to the point of insanity. All of the, the what do you call it? Uh, all of the the what's happening in the film, a lot like the usual suspects, is going on in his head. Um, you know what I mean? Oh he, he's, he's trapped in hell. This dreamlike, surreal hell. Huh. So don't it is. The lighthouse doesn't exist. You know the physical lighthouse. I wish. I wish. <laughs> okay, we got. Listen right there. Yeah. The lighthouse doesn't exist. Here's <laughs> okay. like have, yeah, my perfect world. It didn't exist. Yeah, it, it, you you can sit there and talk about what your interpretation is, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, but there's a difference between you trying to interpret something and the execution itself. Yes. Um, obviously, you're clearly going to think the execution of this is brilliant. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just a Jackson Pollock painting. A bunch of colors being thrown onto a uh, onto a canvas. No, there's a point to everything. And, yes, there is. and so it's in that thing. In fact, your interpretation is this brilliant masterpiece. Mine's a, this is just a colossal mess. However, what I would I mean, say, the, is- I, I, but I still stick by my point. He could put anything he wants in this film, and you guys would suck it up. Well, no, Kubrick no. did the same thing with The Shining. I, I think I think um, um, Eagers is too serious a, a filmmaker to do that. Now, what I must say is, um, like David Lynch sometimes does troll his super fans, and he'll just put mad shit in just for like just for having a bit of a laugh to himself. And you know, I think I think he does troll the fans sometimes. You know, however, I think Eagers is you know too too serious of a filmmaker. You know, there there is a real sort of point to everything in it i think you know every single scene but but there's a lot of sort of uh, there's a lot of misleading there as well however there there's an important point as well um do you remember whenever um the fool's character um says about how that it's unlucky to kill a seabird and um it's supposed to contain the souls of old sailors who have died at sea and then um shortly afterwards pattinson's character in a brutal scene kills the seagull so he does Mm -hmm. directly after as soon as that scene sort of ends the, the wind changes and shit gets fucking real and the what um they are then trapped in that lighthouse so there's that as well plus the alcoholism i mean you, you could interpret it as as a dt's hallucination then there's the, the head that's found in you know the lobster basket where um it's the foe's former sort of wiki partner um you know who it suggested maybe he's killed him or is it actually pattinson's you know a victim from the forests near canada i mean i i have to admit that that shit see all that confusion shit and all and trying to work these things out like a puzzle that really fucking gets me going so it does you know not 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 in a mermaid way by the way (laughs) (laughs) i know you know that whole mermaid she was fucking ridiculous all i wanted was some mayo and some wheat toast (laughs) (laughs) and some lobster tuna sandwich okay forget it um (laughs) wow nula Yes, um, I'm bit. just listening, you, listening to no, you. Don't, you don't have to tell us your outcome or anything. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, but I'm, are you buying into this? Well, see, I've only seen it the once. I can see where it is open to a lot of interpretation because by the end of the movie, I was like, WTF. Yeah. Just at the end of it going, what the fuck <laughs> happened here? You know, what am I taking from this movie? Um, see, so that, that, you know, and... Yes, there's good humor in it at parts, you know, whenever they're having their drinks and all the rest of it and some of the back and forth between them, you know, it's good humor. I don't know if, I don't know. It's just one of those fucking, it's it's a weird ass movie, you know? And that's that's the problem I have with it because it's kind of like you've got to go research it and you got to do this and this. Don't get me wrong. I'm fine for being an intelligent film. I'm cool with that. 
Mm-hmm. But compare this like usual suspects, which I can I I can get why you say that. What's a lie and what's not? Yeah. Um, and what you're seeing is what you're not seeing. What is it? But usual suspects has a much beautiful, solid execution, and you come out satisfied. This is just slop. Okay. Well, with, with but, um, well, the usual suspects you, no. is more of a magic trick, um, um, where, where you know they're they're pulling the rug from under you. Whereas yeah. this is this is more of a like, as I say a puzzle. And a mystery, you know, a, a true it's mystery. Not. No, no, it's no, not. No, it doesn't. It's see, not. see, the great thing about Eagers is it doesn't. He lets the audiences. Oh, um, I'm fucking and, and does sick of that. Well, they let, let people am, make their own interpretation out. and doesn't Chris, spell it out them. <laughs> Chris Nolan does the exact same fucking shit, and he's starting to lose his career because of Tenet, which was a horrible I film. Haven't seen it. I haven't seen All it. visually beautiful. Yeah, like this film, but there's it's what the what the fuck are we watching? People are getting sick of this shit. <laughs> All he did was take a bunch of, I'm not kidding, paint and throw it and see what sticks. <laughs> and then he's like, I got these suckers in the bag. Did you not find I it mean, atmospheric? No. I, and did you not find a real no. sense of dread? No. Yeah, I wanted to leave. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's that I'm dreadful. <laughs> dreadful, I'll give you that. Uh, I mean, um, we're, talk- we're going all over the place with it. And people who have seen this or, or listened to us, you know, it's going to be spoiler filled. Um... So I mean, we talked about pretty much the whole film right there. What we, it's, it, it's, it's even a shot where so he after he, he kills the false character, or according to you, his alter ego, um, he uh, falls down the lighthouse and stares, and then you cut to he's being eaten by uh, seagulls naked. Yeah, and please explain that. That that's Prometheus a to Greek, um, mythology. Mm-hmm. So it is, but also that I think that he's finally. Um, you know, in reality, as he's lying in the the forest, uh, you know, was uh, the timber forest, he's actually uh, been driven um, so insane. Uh, you know, possibly he committed suicide, but he's dead. Essentially, it's all metaphorical. Everything, but he's happened. not. He's alive. As yeah. He's well, I mean, he's been, I think he's finally been driven to the brink of you know complete insanity by then. So uh, he's not again, on the lighthouse. This is Edgar Allan Poe territory. He's, he's in know? Canada. So he's Lovecraft territory. Oh, don't. <laughs> Don't stop with the love. That's another thing. If I was Lovecraft, right, and I'm lying in my grave, mm-hmm. right, and somebody said this is Lovecraftian, I'd get up from my grave and go after that person and haunt them for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> I am sick and tired of people saying Lovecraft every fucking time. <laughs> this is not at all Lovecraft. I'll give you Poe, believe it or not. I'd give you a little Poe-ish. Tell, it's tell more Poe. I, I, I will admit it's heart. more Poe than Lovecraft, but there's certain t- uh, Lovecraftian influences. No, there. because he fucks up a mermaid in it. Oh my god, this is so Lovecraft. No, 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 no. A lot of Lovecraft's work, you know, deals with insanity and and, and stuff like mm-hmm. that. You know, and yes, I know the tentacled but, monsters and stuff. You know that scene where oh my you, god, you, they throw a tentacle monster wrapping around yeah the fight scene all yeah. of a sudden. That's not love. Come on, man. Lovecraft well, is all about the whole thing. That's a little tidbit. Little tidbit. He's uh, like, oh yeah, I'm gonna put a little uh, Lovecraft. The, 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 the in director, there. I think, admitted that he that, that the, the film was influenced by Lovecraft and oh, also dear. you know Blackwood as well. Um, so you know, there's I think I think there's and uh, as you mentioned yourself, Kieran, um, his previous film, um, The Witch, was um, influenced by his own admittance by The Shining. Um, and I think there's a lot of the, uh, the influence of that here as well, you know. It's it's, it's a blatant ripoff of The Shining, um, but it's just his you know ego yeah. taking over and directing this. I'm sorry, you, there's no explanation for anything that's happening. 
Yeah, it's up to the owner. And that's a great thing about it. I don't like that. So okay, many... maybe that's the problem. I, I, I don't need my stuff spoon-fed for me. I don't mind having a yeah. little... Got to think about it, have a conversation after after watching the film. Yeah. But this is... Come on. You could... I, I, I hold up the fact this could be a monkey playing the banjo and Darth Vader walks across. <laughs> you would go... And I'm not kidding. You can laugh, Trevor, but I'm right. You would go... <laughs> My God, I get it. <laughs> and do you though? I mean, uh, come on. This is just, this is just uh, paint. This is just. No, I, I agree that sometimes. I mean, such. I mean, films. Some of David Lynch's films, such as you know, perhaps um, Lost Highway or even A Razorhead, are you know really fucking fucked up. But it's meant to be dreamlike. You know that. You know, um, I'm talking about the Lighthouse again now. Yeah, I suppose yeah. And Lynch's films as well. It's meant to be all, all of this. All of this fucked upness. And what appears um, to many people to be just a mess is all intentional. You know okay, what, I mean? what about what about the scene it, it, where he he walks the dog? Yeah, so he treats the foe like a dog. That's part dog... of his. Oh, oh no, because he calls him. Uh, it's that's because the foe in an earlier scene calls him. You're a lion Your dog. dog. Yeah. You're yes, a lion but why dog. Is, why is the letting him do this to him? Uh, well, has he just got the shit kicked out of him? Yeah, and he had no choice. Yeah, exactly. And he's an older man. He's a younger, fitter man yeah. type thing. He overpowered him essentially. So he did. Oh my, um, stupid. Buries him alive. And then, but, but and again, then this is all down he, to, in my he, interpretation, the two sides of Pattinson's personality fighting with each other. And then he has this, uh, and then the, he has a tendency to have these shots that linger. So we see literally him walking, as, you know, walking him like a dog for like five. Him, we can see mm. the whole walk. He also yeah. has shots where he. he just, Jesus Christ! Move on with this. Yeah, there, there, I, there was a lot of that that I find in the movie that actually frustrated me. Yes, it was like then, him carrying the oil tank up the stairs. It was like, come on, do we have to spend again, a whole minute to, on this? Yeah, this goes back to him potentially being in a hell of his own making. This is his, is it's to feel the punishment. It's punishment. Yeah, you know what? Through. Or his penance, that's, but yeah, yeah, this I felt like a punishment. punishment. I felt the punishment. I felt the punishment. So why did I have to watch this? And I have to go through this punishment. I didn't kill a man in the woods in Canada. <laughs> I'm not a lumberjack with the fucking version you saw. Because uh-huh. I did. I sat through this. And you know, The Shining is a perfect example, okay? Because this is nothing. I'm telling you nothing. Not even close. This is not even close to Teletoby's episode two. This is not even close to anything good. But The Shining, you felt claustrophobic. You felt institutionalized. You felt for the characters. You understand, is this with a draw? Is this, is this haunted? What's going on? You, you got into it. You're excited. This tried to do the exact same thing, but it was boring and dull. And you're like, what the fuck? Let me, I want to jump in the screen and help him bring that can <laughs> up to the lighthouse. But you can't because he's in hell and he has to serve out his punishment. Oh, stop. You yeah. know? And then there's a... He's trying to shoot with black and white, but believe it or not, people don't realize shooting a black and white is hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, especially getting the shades right. But there's a lot of sloppiness there. Now, I'm sure Trevor will go, oh, no, that was deliberate. They... Because, like, <laughs> he, tried, he tried to do uh, Citizen Kane, where he'll shoot from the bottom, and you see their, you know, yeah. the angle as you're arguing. But there was a lot of blackness in it. Mm-hmm. So the shadowing was, I couldn't see what was going on there. What did you think so, of the sound effect? Of like the, the the hurl from the lighthouse itself. Oh, the sound! Like, I thought the sound effects were good. The howling of the uh, the uh, lighthouse got annoying, but I was okay with that. Like I said, yeah. I think I I have I, I there's there's stru- there's there's talent behind the camera, and there and there's talent uh, acting wise, 
it really boils down to the execution of the story, which is obviously, you know, the director's fault. And I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't sit here. I was laughing. See, see, I, I, mean, I, I, I and again, I have to. I mean, I, I'm, uh, um, sort of, you know, taking films out of it. I'm big into my dreams and all fucking surrealism and stuff. Anyway, you know, and all that, and trying to work out dreams. So this is, is very well, not even dream, more nightmare like quality. So that stuff always fascinates me, you know, and also the, the whole concept of time not running linear. You know, that scene where he says, "How long have we been here? Two days, five weeks." You know, that that's unsettling to me. That's all. I mean, it's that whole disorientation thing is unsettling and, and adds to the nightmare-like qualities. Well, you know? when he said that line, I remember the line you're talking about. I remember saying to myself, "Jesus Christ, how long have I been here?" This <laughs> <laughs> is almost over. I mean, come on, this is a moss pit of shit. No, and I'm sorry. I'm, and that's cool if you want to sit there. Oh yeah, I mean, it's and, all and, and, and let me get this right. You saw this three times in the cinema. Yeah, and um, at least two, oh at least God. two or three times um, on Amazon Prime at home. I showed it to my mother. There you go. Um, who is more into um, cl- you know, sort of classic sort of ghost stories and you know, sort of Hammer and all you know, more more linear sort of films. But yeah. she, and I showed I showed her the witch as well, and she really liked both. So she did, and she found the witch actually very scary, and oh uh, uh, she wouldn't have liked it as much as me. I mean, no, uh, the witch. The witch, I have nothing against because I told you I did enjoy it, but yeah. like Hereditary, the movie had me until the very last five minutes. Yeah. Uh, same thing with Hereditary, destroyed the whole thing. Yeah. Um, let's go. I'm gonna. I'm the devil. I'm gonna have sex with the minor now in the tree stump. That's the ending of the witch. Sorry, oh. spoiler. Like, why alert. did you tell me that I was gonna watch it? There's. I mean, but the whole thing is, what's what's with these fucking assholes in tree houses and tree stumps? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I I just think you guys are suckers. You guys are suckers. The wood is a symbol is a symbol of um the man's power Penis. over the woman on on who's been placed on this pedestal that he then takes. I'm only joking. I'm taking the well, risk. I, 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 I mean, yeah. there's things no, no, like no, that's in the Worker Man, oh, for example, more, Nula. which is one of my all-time favorite don't, films. Don't, the, don't compare this the original Worker Man. Please, the maple is representative of, of the male penis. S- uh, hey. and okay. in, the, in the original, so yeah, yeah you know. See, the, see, I'm speaking sense here, people. Uh, yeah. Nula, I'd rather have your story, whatever you're coming up with there. Um, I'm sorry. I want to write I a just, fucking movie and I, get in touch with Netflix. Here's the problem. And, here, and here's the problem I have. And I think it's a fair assumption. I think I've been fair saying it's it's shot well. It's got some, you know, yeah. sound with the acting spot on. I would never, uh, we might agree to disagree, whatever. Yeah, I absolutely. I appreciate yeah. all forms of different films. I mean, whether it's a piece 100%. of shit critters, but I'll find something positive in it. Yeah, and this definitely does deserve something, but what it doesn't story and everything and, and execution it doesn't man it doesn't it could be my problem I have with I don't mind it being going outside the box to, have to think about it. Usual Suspects is a perfect example. You really got to dissect that film to kind of see if you missed anything. That mm. is a film. This film is just a is just a grab bag of shit. And you're, you guys are all trying to Wikipedia, and you're going to find out about this in the lighthouse and the legend of the. Oh, oh no, of, no, my, my interpretation is uh, all no, totally my, my own. But my the, and I have, I have looked it up, obviously, and listened to other reviews and interpretations. But, but my interpretation need, is 100 percent my own. But 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 a good mystery and a good story, you can have open interpretation, but pepper stuff in that makes sense to where you can kind of lead you in a certain direction. This is just. I think, noise. I think there's no it's, payoff because there was, there's, there was there's no nothing. resolution. There's nothing. There's nothing. 
I could have done this. Come on, but man. I think whenever there's no resolution and it's left to, to your own Oh, that's stupid. That No, you know what that is? That's called a cop-out. No, not at all. That, yes, I, I like yes, to, it I is. I like to decide. To, you yes, know, cause it that is. means I can decide what it's about in the end. And, oh, in my, my head. God. Yo, I, I, that's, that's no. And I, that's I, I, then, I then, as an audience so a, member, feel much more involved oh, and bullsh- much more a part of it. See, that's, honestly, I'm not, I'm not bullshitting. Like, you know. Yeah, you know what? You know what? Like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I'm the minority here. <laughs> because a lot of people would agree with you. I can don't I just can it. I just add I as well, Kieran? I also at, at the end of the day, I also re- respect your views on the, on it as well because you know, and that's and that's what I love about films in general is we can sit here and debate, and it's all good crack, and you know, take the piss out of each other, but in the best possible way, as Kenny Everett once famously said. Um, you know, I mean, Who? yeah, each to their own. You know, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I know, I know, and then you know, I just. I, and I, I love the beating films like this, by the way. Let's just let's just wrap this one up. Um, <laughs> no, 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 no. I want to hear Nula's. No, no, we are going to get there. So, mm. first of all, we're going to do something a little different here. I'm going to give you, Trevor. Yes. In short, uh, short. What did you feel? <laughs> what did you like? Uh, did you give us your real quick? Your views. Okay. Your views. Right. I can't see. This is movie. Spoilers me up so much. Uh, I forgot language. It's triggered, Kieran. English. I forgot English. Uh, Okay. Spoiler alert. I actually didn't really like the lighthouse. (laughs) No, no. The twist. The twist. Yeah, that's the that's the biggest twist of all. No, no. I mean, I just um, think um, it is um, visually stunning. It is, um, you know, it it is a total sort of you know message with your head, which I love. Um, it, it, it has that sense of dread, that sense of atmosphere. It is haunting, superb acting, as, as you, you know, you were, we were saying, and, um, you know, sound effects. I think as far as that type of film goes, um, it, it is near enough. It's the real McCoy, you know, and I think Eagers is, is the real McCoy too. So he is, and in fact, I think he's one of the most talented directors out there as well. Another thing which is great about it is that it, it feels like proper cinema to me and not, you know, these sort of um, generic mainstream sort of um, films that are just pumped out um, constantly on a conveyor belt from Hollywood. It's something very different. And as Mark Kermode said in his review, something very special indeed. All right. That's fair. Fair, fair, fair enough. Nula, I'm going to save you for last. <laughs> so um, listen I don't like the fact you keep bringing up Hollywood's pumping out that's not fair because I'll tell you right now at least Hollywood and I'm not saying it all works of course it doesn't yeah. but it has some kind of structure this has no structure this guy Robert Eggers is telling you a story and he knows he has suckers like you who are just gonna <laughs> go for it and go oh I want to think about it this guy I promise you there's no story here and he knows it he's just doing a Kaiser Sose <laughs> he's just telling you a lie after lie and suckers I won't mention names but it rhymes with Rever I mentioned him earlier in the podcast who Ke- just Kevin oh, Renner yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna dissect this I'm gonna think make this my own no it's not man it's it's just it's a clever director I will give him that he's a, obviously because the cinematography is gorgeous the acting's brilliant um, sound sound editing's brilliant so the, the guy knows what he's doing but he's fucking with you guys. He's not fucking with me because I get it. You I see through him. <laughs> I see through him. I'm not kidding. This guy knows this was. This was. I can't believe I'm winning awards on this thing. You've looked into um, the lamp at the top of the lighthouse. <laughs> yeah, which, by the way, if you, but I was wondering because you can't do that. Your eyes would burn out. That's another. Well, I, that I backs up my theory up. even even you more that it's not real. 
you can't walk up to a lighthouse and look into it. You'll, your eyes will... Backing up my theory even more. Um, so I'm so tired of these pretentious filmmakers who think <laughs> they can mislead um, an audience like this. And he's done this. You guys are all suckers. Um, <laughs> the Witch, I'm giving him a pass. I actually enjoyed The Witch until the very last five minutes. Um, Black Phillip is a great character. Yep. Um, Neil, I sorry for spoiling the ending there, but see it. See You're it. Okay. I'm, I'm curious your your opinion on it. It's actually pretty good. That's why Eggers gets a pass in his next film, um, because I'm curious if he's going to be a douchebag like he was in this one. It's a Viking um, revenge saga called The Northman. Yeah, which I'm sure it's a dream about a Canadian lumberjack, <laughs> <laughs> according to Trevor. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You know this film. This film. You you mentioned the worker man and stuff, but this film has a lot, and I hate putting it in the same level, but it's not even close. I'm just saying that now. But you can tell that Robert Eggers. You mentioned the old Hammer horrors and stuff, but this film has a lot of remnants of a film called The Seven Seal. Yes. Oh yeah, absolutely. With yeah. Uh, Max von Sydow. Yep. Um, and about a man playing chess with, with the Grim Reaper. Yeah. And it's a lot like that if you watch it. But the Seven Seal is 300 times. And the reason I bring this up is because I want people listening out there, and they know the people who like the Lighthouse probably like the Seven Seal, and they can at least say, hey, Kieran at least knows what he was trying to do. And I can see it, and I can, but I can't appreciate it because I think this is a disgrace, and I think <laughs> this is just a, an excuse of a little child behind a camera playing with his Legos <laughs> and seeing what he can build to fuck you all up. <laughs> that's all this is fucking a mermaid masturbating to a widowed mermaid and fucking they didn't have dirty books they didn't have razzle back then oh my god <laughs> where's the Pornhub? power of imagination where's Pornhub, where's Pornhub? <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I don't get it and I'll get I mean like I said I'm the minority um, <laughs> but kudos especially to Robert Patterson because this is definitely a, it was hard on these actors and um you know, kudos to doing something outside the box. So I, I applaud Robert Patterson. Uh, but that's all I got. So I mean, fair enough. I mean, yeah, I mean, we can certainly agree to disagree. But yeah, I mean, that's that's part of the fun of the beaten films, yep. um, you know, in, in general. So yeah, I mean, yeah. You got it, Rever. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I, I respect your opinion, but I completely disagree with it. Here's anyway. the problem I'm going to have with Nula. What's no, that? No disrespect, Nula. Nula's gonna stick up for you. I guarantee you. Shoot from the hip, Nula. I can see. No, because she's always mean to me. And so, you know, <laughs> I have, I have, I, I, I have treated Nula like, like, like the adoptive sister I never wanted, <laughs> and she always treats me poorly. Yeah. So. Yep. Okay, Nula. <laughs> right. Okay. Nula, Nula is, is a bit like Robert. Um, you know, sorry, you're a bit like Robert Pattinson's character, and Nula is like the foe. You know. Oh. Happy days. No, I could be Defoe. Yeah, great. Yeah. So that means I'm going to go masturbate to my can of tuna. <laughs> All right. Nula? Yes. The, so the, You are up. Right. I can see what Trevor is saying in regards to it being something different. It is something different. I haven't sat down and watched something like this in modern cinema in, in a while and, 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 and felt, wow, this is out of the ordinary for, for now, you know. It's a wee bit special in how it's filmed. I can f- I have a lot of respect for the work that went into it. The like the stage uh, director, they friggin they built that whole thing. They built the lighthouse, 
the houses, everything kept a true to form. There's so much research went in into the language that they used and everything. So I have a lot of respect for it. Um, I like a bit of Greek mythology every now and again. So I, I, I enjoyed that. And I kind of seen that as almost like a wee retelling of Prometheus' story, you know, um, where he steals the fire and is punished for it. Um, so I can see what they're doing with that. But like, I'm <laughs> there was times I was like, oh, God, I have another... I have another 50 minutes of this to watch. I have another, fuck me, 30 minutes of this to watch. Like, could this, this could be put down into a shorter story. Like, I could sit and watch this, like, as an episodal short Mm -hmm. film or something like that, you know? Quiet Zone or something. Yeah, exactly. You know, and it's, don't don't get me wrong, it's so much more beyond the Twilight Zone and how it was all done. It's so, there's so, it's so well done. But it was just too long for me and I can see where there's a lot of open ends to it and there's a lot there for interpretation and I like movies like that like Donnie Darko is one of my favorite movies you know but that's something you have to watch a load of times and read about and things like that but I don't know I found myself at the end of it going I don't know if I'd watch this again yeah that and that's the problem and you you know that you spot on Mm. It's not that you can't appreciate trying to t- interpret something and make it your own, but Donnie Darko has such so much more going for it. Even I remember I didn't like it, and then I watched it, and you guys we yeah. watched it, and I actually actually said that it's a lot better than I thought it was. Mm-hmm. I could not watch this again. I think that's my I problem with it. Do I don't it. know what it was. It's like watching paint dry, and it's because of what he's trying to do is to make you feel like him claustrophobic and so forth so a lot of the scenes were repetitive him going to clean the, get the coal him going to you know get the oil him cleaning and the sh- I, shitter it's i felt repeat. that with him i felt that with the character i felt bad for him and it was like a punishment and i got i got it you know what i mean i got what they were doing and i i was like yeah okay mm-hmm. but at the end of it i was just like one what the fuck and two i don't think i'm gonna watch this again that's now, with, with Trevor's, did with you feel Trevor's exhausted in, after it? A wee bit, a wee bit, yeah. Um, and I think with hearing a bit more, Trevor, about what you said about it and stuff, it is interesting. And I like, you know, learning a bit more about the movies that I'm watching, what the main, you know, uh, and I, I'll maybe look a bit more into it. Maybe I'll make myself watch it again and pay a bit more attention because I did see the things were, um. Robert was going or Robert Pattinson's character was going out to get the boat and um wake uh Defoe's character then smashes the boat and later says you were like a madman you yes. smashed the boat I love that and yeah. then yeah you know I seen that there was wee things like that going on and so there is more to it I get that there is more to it but as a first time viewer of the movie I was left going quite a fuck yeah you know uh, uh, I, yeah. <laughs> I think I think the problem is it's is you're on the same page, Neil. Actually, in fairness, we we can appreciate the action. Mm. We can appreciate the way it's shot and the, and the uh, the acting and so forth. Oh, one hundred percent. But you see a little more. You think it's a little more clever than I thought. To be fair to you, but at the end of the day, it is clever. The, at the end of the day, it's all about the execution, and it doesn't do it for me. It does it for a lot of other people. Nula, seems like you're not as hard on it as I am. You kind of do you think this is a masterpiece? A I, do, I would personally no. I I wouldn't say it's a masterpiece. I can see why a lot of people respect it. Um, 
you know, and why people who like a movie with a bit more than here, this the, this is the story and yeah. it's right in your face and it's so obvious what's going to happen from the start. You know, it, 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 it has all that going for it. It's just I look at a movie and I watch it and I go, well, I watch it again. Have I sat and gone, Fuck, do you know what? That one's I, I would buy that. Yeah. And I don't know if I would. Um, I don't I, at this moment in time, I wouldn't. I'll definitely from, you know, I respect what Trevor is saying and I, I get what he's saying. You know, there is a lot more to it and I'll go back and I'll watch it again and I'll see if I can pick up a wee bit more and go, OK, right, OK. But personally, it's not one that would drive me to, to go and see it three times in the cinema. <laughs> oh, and don't yeah. forget the three times so far. <laughs> <laughs> so far, <laughs> yeah. As well, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah I mean, it's, I, I, mean I, I will fully admit it, it is an acquired taste. You know what I mean? And it's maybe oh, yeah. just down to my. I think it just really it hit the mark for me because I it's almost like a sort of subgenre within a subgenre within the genre, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, I think a lot of that goes back to you know my sort of my own literary influences and stuff, and you know all that. There. So I think it was just the sort of perfect movie for me and fucking weirdos like me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> well, um, here's but here's it's a, not going to be for everyone, and I to, I totally accept that and appreciate that. This film is getting praised because of two names and and I'll, and if those these two directors I guarantee you this film was made for those fan base and that is Stanley Kubrick fans and David Lynch fans which I'm a fan um, of both yes yeah if you like David Lynch guys or even earlier Cronenberg yeah you will love this film and yeah. I will tell you now go see it you will like it this is for you um but I don't like any of those directors. Well, I do. I like some of their stuff. I'm not going to say I don't like their stuff, but but most of their stuff doesn't appeal to me. Well, see, another point that was made to me as well, um, someone pointed out that it's very bleak and very depressing. Did you find it? Is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 100%. I, I didn't find it depressing. That's why I don't get what you guys are saying. I think it's because it's bittersweet. Let's put it this way. The director wanted you to feel for Robert Pattinson's character, right? Yeah. yeah, I and fell for the dude, yeah. I felt down and depressed. And that's what Eggers was going for. The problem is, you had to keep following the journey until the end where you felt sorry for him. I didn't get that far. <laughs> I was pretty much already clocked out. Given up on him? Given up on him. because <laughs> when you're covered in shit? Because you just didn't care at this <laughs> point. Newless spot on. This, was, this is a 45-minute short on whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, this would be a good stage play. One hundred percent. I watched this with a friend. Stagey sort of elements to it, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I watched this with a friend of mine, and that was the one thing that he said that I was like, "Yeah, actually, not that the one thing like he had said, but like I, I hadn't thought of that." But see, as soon as he said it, I was like, one hundred percent." What yeah. did your friend think of it? Um, kind of the same as me, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're no, not friends. But... They're, they're not friends anymore. <laughs> you know, I mean, he, it he, there. We're, we're just debating media here. It's, it's you know, yeah. it's not life or death. That's it. He joined part way through the movie because I'd already watched the first half of it, so he maybe joined in the last forty-five minutes. Yeah, but he was like, "Yeah, I could see how that's a slog." You know, just from from what I've seen, like it's it's shot well and it looks good, but mm. well, you know what? Let's just wrap this one up for the most part. To be fair, yeah, no problem. Um, again, we all we all the one thing we all agree on. The acting, the cinematography, the soundtrack, the the the, uh, the sound editing, all yeah. spot on. Everything yeah. else, we're all kind of all over the place with. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll move on. Um, but it was nice diving into something a little different. Mm, yeah. Um, in a few days, we're going back to Hollywood. Thank God. <laughs> I'm not we're Hollywood currently doing either. We're going <laughs> <Nope>. to. <laughs> we're going to. We're going to continue our Spider-Man retrospective with Spider-Man Far From Home. Um, I look forward to getting back to that franchise yeah. as we're getting closer to the sequel. And Nula and Colin will be on for that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'll be fun I've to I've been sacked. <laughs> yeah. After my um, views on the lighthouse. I'm yeah, yeah, yeah. Rever, Rever won't be back. <laughs> um, then we're going to uh, get back into, we're going to do RoboCop. Yeah. And then mm. we're going to do an 80s is fun. RoboCop's obviously AC, but we're going to do a lost. I God, I remember it being a good one. Mm-hmm. So it'll be fun to revisit. It's called Night of the Comet. Yes. So I'm looking you, forward to this one. Yeah. So, guys, if you haven't seen it, uh, check it out before you give us a listen. And we'll have that out in about you know, the, well, the next three, next you know couple weeks or so. And uh, But that's it. Um, anything else, guys, want to add? No. No. I think, All you good. Know, yeah. Yeah. Cool. All good. And, Lighthouse uh, is closed. Oh, thank God. Thank God. Oh, oh, I'm glad. We have stirred into the lamp. I want. Collectively. I, and actually, oh, you know what we're going to do here? Wow, you're like, what can stop with all, with all this magic? But listen, check it out. I want you to. I'm giving you a homework assignment. Right? Mm. Now, I'm, I like Jared Butler. Now, a lot of people, like people who like The Lighthouse, would rub their nose at Jared Butler. He's not an actor. Right? <laughs> Whatever. Anyways, I like when actors go outside the box. We know them from new action films, right? And I like my action. I like mm-hmm. I'm, I'm the first guy to love it, love it, love it, love it. But mm. he did a quiet little film called The Vanishing. And um, it's about exact same thing. Three men go and they take their turn, the rotation, at, to run a lighthouse. And claustrophobia kicks in. So something happens. So you have to think, is that real or not? Mm-hmm. It's almost the usual suspects version of what we just watched, so it's a little okay. more Hollywood esque, a little more colorful. It's filmed in color, that's why. Is it a remake? <laughs> no, no, no. It's um, it's called The Vanishing, and it's got um a Scottish actor in it who I really like, and I always forget his last name, but it's Peter something. Oh, Peter Mullen. Yes, he's in it. He's lead. He's in. A, Peter Mullen was also recently he's in the Westworld lead. TV but series. Peter Mullen. He also plays the heart. I would Harlan love you Taylor to watch it. Train spotting. I'll check it out. Yeah, I might watch I, it tonight actually. Yeah, check it out. It's on Amazon Prime. Cool. Um, so give that a shout, guys. I would. I know all that you got stuff going on, but if you can check it out, you got a little downtime. Yeah, yeah. Good. I'm. I'm curious. I'm uh, heading to Prime. <laughs> they are, and uh, yep. it's a murder mystery. It's. Obviously, it's more like I said, Hollywood ass. But you know what? That to me is a better film. I'll check it out. But uh, anyone likes Lighthouse, check it out. Why not? It's got good actors. I mean, um, check it out. There you go. Um, we are done here, and uh, that's a wrap. Guys, have a good night. Mm-hmm. Thanks Rever, for tuning in. Yeah, Rever, Rever, take care of yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm now I'm now off to um I don't know where, where's the fucking lighthouse here Port Roush you know what I mean <laughs> to live yeah. in solitary confinement yeah. with my yeah I dare I dare you to stand naked in front of a lighthouse you'd be dead in half a second <laughs> don't yeah. forget your mermaid doll yeah. <laughs> that's not creepy yeah I don't oh, bring my mermaid porn there's, there's, you know what Nula uh, there's an image I just can't get on my head now thank you 
Thank you. You're Mila. welcome. I got Reverend <laughs> masturbated. Falls to the breeze <laughs> <laughs> on a windy day in Port Rush. You can't, you, you can't be. You know, no, you can't beat a better mermaid porn up in Port Rush. <laughs> oh, no. oh, I gotta go. <laughs> um, yes, folks. Here's a way to lay down. No. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night. We're out. Thanks, guys. Thanks Bye. for tuning in. Bye.